Welcome to the Calibre podcast, brought to you by the Watchers of Switzerland Group. This episode, taken from our Instagram Live, features our CEO Brian Duffy and Jean-Marc Pontroux, CEO of Panerai. They discuss the brand's latest launches unveiled at this year's unique digital watch fair, Watches and Wonders, formerly known as SIHH. Hello, Brian. How are you? Very, very good, Jean-Marc. Are you well? Yes, in Geneva right now. Yes, and, uh, and and me at home in London. So listen, welcome to everybody who's uh, who's joined us. I see many, many names uh, coming up. Um, delighted that you have joined us this evening for what I'm sure about a very interesting interview. Um, we are focusing on all of the, the new products that we're hearing about in the wonderful world of uh, Swiss watches, uh, particularly those that come out of the, um, uh, the virtual watches and wonders that uh, has been done over the last couple of weeks. So tonight we're going to talk about uh, Panerai, uh, which is a fantastic brand. Um, I d- describe it as a, a fusion of Italian flair and Swiss precision, which is a, a, a wonderful uh, mix of uh, those two great countries. Um, and delighted to be joined by Jean-Marc, Jean-Marc Pontreau, who's the uh, CEO of Panerai, uh, has been for the last couple of years. Uh, we'd be wrong to call you a veteran of uh, Richemont, but uh, I know you've been in, in Richemont some, uh, some time. Uh, but we'll talk a wee bit about the history of uh, Panerai, but maybe you could tell us a bit about your personal history in the world of watches and how you got to the position that you're in today. Well, basically, I joined Richmond uh, 20 years ago, more or less at that period of the year. And uh, I moved from Paris, where I was in the fashion industry. And I moved to Hamburg in Germany, where I had the chance to take care of this new category for for Montblanc at a time where the brand uh, entered a very successful diversification. Yep. And uh, from Hamburg, I uh, moved to Geneva in 2011 to take care of Roger Dubuis, which is also part of the, uh, of the Richemont uh, portfolio of brands. And, uh, and, and since two years now, I am uh, the CEO of, uh, of, uh, of Panerai. Yeah. Et vous êtes français, Exactement. Ah, je ne savais pas que vous parliez bien français, Brian. Oui, je dis toujours comme une vache écossaise. <laughs> As I often you tell people, you can't say the expression, but it's a funny expression. Oh, yeah. I, I we know say it. in French, we say like in French, Espanol in French. But if you say, I know. Like in French, that, that, says, this is I, my uh, this is my joke uh, interpretation of uh, of uh, <laughs> you know. There's not too many uh, French jokes around, you know. So I thought I should make my uh, make my contribution. Okay, okay, okay. That's good. But, um, so uh, two years with Panerai, I mean, I, I honestly, I think you've really made a difference already. We're very excited about it. It's, a, it's such a fantastic cult following uh, brand, such an amazing uh, brand overall. And um, you've already made a difference. And we think what we're going to talk through here and the new novelties and new products will really have people very excited. But it's a really interesting history. So uh, perhaps you could just take a few minutes and take us through the history of this great Panerai business that became the, the Panerai brand. Well, Panerai is part of the Richmond Galaxy since now 1997. And uh, you probably know that we are part of the uh, historical background of uh, equipping the military Navy uh, for many years. And this brand moved from uh, nowhere in 1997 to one of the top 15 brands in the world uh, today. And there are very, very few uh, examples of such uh, uh, a successful result in such a short uh, period of time. And uh, Panerai today, uh, well, uh, just before the COVID hit the world, was uh, one of the most successful brands in the, in the watches industry. Um, of course, it has changed uh, dramatically since a couple of weeks. 
but we cope with the situation because we have the chance to get a backbone in terms of distribution, which is very strong. And you are a good example of that since we are with you in many locations in the UK and especially the uh, London airports uh, on some of the premium locations in some downtown in the UK. Um, so that's that's where we are so far. And we have kept, as you know, a majority of our program of innovations for 2020. Yep. Uh, we strongly believe that some markets will reopen. It's already the case today in some Asian markets uh, where we see strong signs of a very, very quick recovery. Um, and we hope that this uh, uh, move will also uh, arrive in Middle East and Europe and uh, uh, finally in the U.S. Uh, following the uh, extension of the uh, reopening of the world. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're actually on the brink of reopening some stores in the U.S. So ah, yes, we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk that through uh, briefly later. But but in many ways, it was a business. It was an entrepreneurial Panerai family business, uh, rather than just being a watch brand. And as you rightly say, the watch brand really came in the '90s to become this amazing brand that it is today. But they were obviously a very very entrepreneurial, interesting family. The uh, Panerai, starting with the uh, uh, Giovanni, um, and as we come into it, and it all started in 1860s, we come into the 20th century, which is when the business really developed um, associations with the discovery of radium, uh, yep. which obviously ultimately has played a big part in luminosity and so on, a real uh, defining uh, feature. Uh, and then the watches, the radio mirror watches, radio mirror watches that were being done originally with Rolex movements back then, apparently a wonderful combination with the Hans Wilsdorf and the Panerai family. Uh, back in those days. Well, we are still we are in touch with Mrs. Panerai. Uh, she's a beautiful lady. She's 91 years old now. Yeah. We have so much pleasure to welcome her in some of our events in, uh, in, in Florence. Uh, my Italian is, is very poor, so it's, it's hard for me to enter in discussion with her. Um, but she is, uh, she is always our guest of honor when we have some events, especially in, um, in Florence where she is living. So there is still today uh, a house Panerai in the uh, close to downtown of Florence, which is where uh, Giovanni Panerai has been living. Yeah. Uh, he was a watchmaker. Yes. One, uh, one person who, is, who was having a very, very tiny store in front of the Duomo. So he had a very small, he was already in the retail business uh, with great principles at that time, which is prime location, small size. And um, we have kept, uh, we have kept like it is the uh, boutique. We have extended it because we have acquired much more uh, space uh, on the left side of the wow. So we have today the chance to have one of the best locations in front of the Duomo in, uh, in Florence for the viewers who know, who know Florence. Um, and it has been the first uh, part of the story of the brand. Yeah. Repair atelier for people who in the vicinity wanted to come to repair their watches. And that was yeah. a continuity of this story of Panerai, which has been a brand which has been serving as a military tools for the, uh, for the uh, concubine, uh, yep. as we say very often, which are the uh, military forces, the elite of the military forces in the Navy in Italy. And um, this historical background has always been something which has been very strongly related to our brand. We still continue to do some editions which are related to, the his to this uh, fantastic historical background because it's not very often that a brand is having this type of, uh, of history. And the fact we are Italian, is very, uh, is very uh, special. Uh, in a world where Switzerland is reigning as the only country able to produce high-end watches, yep. where the French have been losing what they had, where the British, where 
Uh, of course, some, some German remains very active and my friends at Langenzone are a good proof of that. But otherwise, it's Switzerland or, 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 or nothing in the premium, super premium segment. Yeah. And the beauty of Panerai, it's as you have said in your introduction, uh, Brian, the capacity of the brand to be, uh, what I say very often, the only pure player in watchmaking originally from, from Italy on having got the chance to get our manufacture now in Switzerland in Neuchâtel. Yeah. We keep the spirit of this, uh, of this historical background because the design of our watches are very much inspired by what was a prerequisite of a Panerai watch 100 years ago. Had to be very readable whatsoever your conditions. So we don't do our watches uh, very visible for the because it's a design uh, technique. It's because it was for the uh, Navy uh, uh, military Italian who were using us. It was a must-have when they were diving uh, to see very clearly what was the time. It was a yeah. good survival. Or we say very often, by the way, Panerai survival instruments. Um, so we have kept this uh, radiomir transferred in a luminescence. Uh, in 1950 to become what is the luminar uh, today. It's, uh, it's amazing just to go back and see these uh, these points in history that are still reflected today, like the luminosity, like the um, guard on the crown that goes back to uh, like the 1940s. Yes. And so yes. on. And, uh, and obviously, it's always been a big case throughout the whole history. Well, also because the beauty of Panerai, it has remained a very pure brand uh, from the very beginning. So from 1860 to today, the chance is a design uh, has been rather in the limited side of the uh, scale. Even today, we have the four families, which are the Radiomir, the Douai, the Submersible, and the Luminor, and we have zero new families in the pipeline because we believe so much that we have already so much to do with these four emblematic uh, pillars in terms of materials, because as you know, uh, we are very associated to develop new materials, new yes. services, new, uh, uh, and we'll speak about that probably. Um, and, and we believe that the, the, the product, which is the emblematic foundation of the brand, will still remain our priority for the years to come because we have so much still to do on the product side. And um, a brand that still was pretty small and pretty niche until discovered by a Hollywood superstar mm -hmm. in Rome when he was, uh, when he was shooting a movie. Yeah, well, that is all the beauty of um, the hazard. And uh, one day, for all the ones who don't know the, the story, Silvestro Stallone entered uh, the boutique in Florence and bought a couple of watches while he was filming Daylight. Um, and he gave that as a gift to some of his good friends who were all celebrities in Los Angeles. And uh, we became, in, in, in a very short time, one of the hot brands in the US, which is still today by far. Our, our biggest uh, our biggest market so this this sports casual however classic look has been a, a strong alternative to the uh, to the um, historical operators in the US and we have gained our, our legitimacy and it's a little bit the same in the UK because the British market has similar uh, taste trends compared to the US this casual yeah. sportive look um, shows that uh, we have kept always this roots from the very beginning. I mean, the, the following you have now is, uh, and, and only to name a few names, Orlando Bloom, Ben Affleck, yes. uh, Bill, Bill Clinton. Uh, apparently we've seen him with, uh, with a Panerai, Hugh Grant, Heidi yes. Klum. Yes, yes. Uh, the Rock, Damien Hurst. There's someone with a uh, great uh, artistic, right. and so many more. That really has such a dedicated following, the brand. You'd be surprised, uh, Brian, but in our manufacturing in Neuchâtel, which has a big space, or here in our headquarters in Geneva, we have what we call our Hall of Fame. 
have, we have our, our PR department, which is collecting all the cover magazine, um, which are uh, showing some uh, celebrities from all over the world. And uh, without that, we very often know they are buying our watches in our store, yeah. very often in our Bond Street store or in your locations in London. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, we take them and we are, we are showing that in our Hall of Fame when you visit our manufacturer or headquarters. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll look forward to seeing that. And, and it was um, it was a great move by Richemont to buy the brand, a great deal, and uh, I think great for the the brand as well to get the investment of Richemont in 1997 to move to the uh, Nichatel manufacturer and and really start what this what the amazing brand has become. And then of course unsolicited, unplanned in 2000, the Panaristi.com came into being. Yeah, well, in, in the development of the brand, and very, very soon after the brand has been uh, acquired by Richemont, has been uh, developed in the world, um, instant communities, which Panerai was not at the origin. Yeah. Uh, the Paneristi is a movement which has started in the years 2000 in the US primarily, but as it's been extended then after in the UK, in Germany, you have a very active community, of course, in, the, in Italy, but also Hong Kong, Japan, China, and you have in about 25, 30 countries in the world, a community of about 25 to 30,000 people who are meeting regularly to discuss, exchange about Panerai. And this community, um, we are very much in touch with them to give them some preview of our products, to get uh, opinions about, uh, about, uh, about new products or new concepts that we want to test with them. Yeah. And they have the chance to get year, a yearly appointment in the world called the P-Days, where uh, some of the, uh, some of the most emblematic of these panelists are meeting for three days somewhere in the world, where you have about 200 to 250 people from all over the world who are, who are spending these three days to um, celebrate. This is all as a fil rouge, the Panerai culture. Very fascinating world because you see all these uh, uh, the, uh, people who are extremely passionate about our brand on, on, on when you work for Panerai, um, having this community of, of, of very strong fans, um, it's, uh, we, we know why we work. We say very often developers of emotions in our products, in our marketing concepts, in our, in our retail operations, in, in working with, with, with companies like you. And uh, we never forget that we are uh, scrutinized by a community of 30,000 uh, people who know the brand, by the way, yeah. uh, sometimes better than, than us directly because they have all the historical background and they know yeah. all. Uh, Panerai by their reference numbers on the reason why we launched it, on the reason how many pieces we did, and so on and so on. So they follow us uh, extremely precisely in what we are doing in all our activities. They're, a, they're an intimidating audience. I know we, are, uh, we have them, of course, in our stores, and it's very often the case people come in knowing more about the product than, than anyone else. Which, which is a challenge for all of us, by the way. You know, yeah. Just as, yeah. Even though we train our people on, on myself when I have uh, uh, sometimes meeting with them, and they are telling me stories uh, on, on, you know, that there are many, many, many books about Panerai and yeah. all, all the different numbers. Um, however, they, are, they have a memory, which is just incredible, about the last 20 years of the brand. And uh, it has spread very quickly all over the world. Sometimes yeah. countries where we have even no distribution. Wow. So it's, what is fascinating is that they are, they are having people who are meeting in some countries where uh, our distribution is either low or no distribution. And um, um, they, they have, we have some of our best followers in Australia, um, in Hong Kong, of course, in the UK, uh, US and Italy uh, are among the, the most important ones.
So um, let's uh, let's go on and uh, and talk about your your novelties for this year, which I, I know you'll you'll be keen to talk about. And obviously, they all come out of your laboratory of uh, of ideas. Is that a physical place or is that a concept? That oh, no, 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 no. All the, I, I like to say that Panera is a true story. It's first of all a brand, a brand uh, which is very much associated with uh, to its emblematic products. And uh, the marketing at Panera is just highlighting true stories. Yeah. So if you visit us in our manufacture, uh, which is in the uh, on the heights of uh, of Neuchâtel, we have one dedicated room which you can visit as long as you don't take your camera and you don't take your telephone and you don't take any uh, potential uh, uh, tools to take pictures, uh, you can visit it and you can see all the different materials on which we are currently working. Yeah. And I say very often that we have a, a very uh, high failure rate because we are testing uh, in, in several uh, conditions these uh, potential new materials and it takes us from uh, one year to uh, 10 years to bring a new material. Wow. Um, this laboratorio DDA has a substance. Um, we know that we have a failure rate, which is extremely high, which I, I very often estimate at 90%. Um, to bring one material, we have to test about 10. Uh, wow. But we have this, it's a true laboratorio DDA where, yep. uh, where you can see on, on new materials. On, on, by the way, the laboratorio DDA in Panerai is not only about products. It's, uh, of course, movements, it's, of course, materials, but it's also new services, a new generation of services and experiences we are bringing are part of the, uh, part of the Laboratorio d'Idée concept. The Laboratorio d'Idée has a, a fil rouge, which is mobilizing the 740 people at Panerai to come with creative ideas, to continue yeah. to position Panerai as a pioneer in that industry. Yeah, which um, I've got to say, you've undoubtedly become, you're, you're a, and, I, and I'm sure you're going to push it further and further. And as, as we look, it's a great collection that we're going to talk through. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think covering everything, we'll talk about the products, but the innovation in materials is fantastic. Uh, what you're doing in straps, I think, is great. It'll offer so much to the consumer to have alternative and straps and easy changes. And even yeah. what you've done with the bracelet to make it uh, more comfortable and easier yeah. overall in the bracelets. These yeah. things make a really big difference. The product... The movement, the look, and everything is fabulous, and we're going to talk all that through. But it's got to be practical. It's um, it's uh, it got to in every sense uh, makes sense. But what you're doing in materials is a uh, is just a fantastic prima assoluta uh, <laughs> materials. Um, my yes. apologies to, to all Italians out there for my. Uh, you speak uh, true in Spanish, uh, Italian. That's very good. Yeah, I uh, I, I really don't think so, but I, I love the language. I have to say. But. <laughs> so so tell us about. Uh, some uh, materials that you introduced over the last couple of years, like uh, Carbotec, uh, but a big new one, Fibratec and uh, DMLS. So tell us about those. Uh, well, the reason is the reason to be of Panerai in that industry, and that is a question we are we are we are when you arrive in the morning at the company. Why do we exist in that industry? And I think that the the, the current crisis will put even more focus on all of us on all the brands which do exist. Is what is your reason? To exist, what is your mission and your reason to your your your, your capital of differentiation in that industry? Oh. For Panerai, and that's why we are associating always laboratory day to the brand when we when we are communicating about our brand is that we are here, as I was saying, as a pioneer. Uh, uh, there is a French expression: you who speak French, which is agitateur d'idée, which is associated to one of the very famous French brand in the culture business. Is we are here to uh, to 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 break. 
to break the consensus. Uh, in 1997, when the world was after slim watches on, on, on classic watches, Panerai came with a, a, a cushion, uh, a big watch of 44 yeah. meter. And that was very daring at that time. Today, everybody finds that great. But when uh, my predecessors came as very much pioneer to say, this is the concept and we will not do something, uh, something different, it was, it was very brave. So our mission is to continue that. And the materials is one of the entry door for yeah. the approach. That's why Panerai has restaged, for example, Bronzo. I think one of the most emblematic uh, material at Panerai has been uh, to restage a material which has been used in the watch industry for many years in the past, but restaging the bronzo, which is an idea of my, of my predecessor, Angelo Bonatti, who was uh, sailing a lot on a boat called Aileen, which is uh, a boat that was in London. Scottish, here. yeah. Yeah, yeah, where we're yeah. registered on a podcast by uh, Watches of Switzerland. Yeah. And, um, um, you, there is a lot of pieces of bronze on this boat, and he said one day, "Why we don't do a, uh, why we don't uh, uh, do a, a Panerai based on this material?" And the idea was as simple as this one. And today, it's remading after uh, four or five years after the launch of the first edition. It's still one of the most demanded product at Panerai, um, which has gained so much in value. And still today, you can find on the internet products which are 30, 40, 50 percent of the original value. You well, will have paid if you have been lucky in, 19, in 2019 to get one. So Bronzo is a good example. Then you have Carbotech. And today, uh, it's one of our major platform of development is that uh, uh, the beauty of Carbotech, it allows us to have light materials on big watches. So one of yeah. the potential inconveniences on a big watch is, of course, the weight. And um, the Carbotech allows us to reduce significantly the weight of, uh, of the watch. Then we have got BMG. And BMG is a... It's an unscratchable material which has been developed only for Panerai and we are still today the only brand in the watch industry to have a BMG, a BMG tech uh, among, among its, uh, among its uh, portfolio. So most of the products at Panerai are not made on steel or gold or the, let's say, classic material. On this year, we are especially privileged at Panerai that we have this opening to the uh, uh, super yacht. So uh, yeah. we'll probably speak about the Narosa uh, partnership, but the, the beauty of the team of Lunarosa is that uh, they have opened us their doors and, and they work on super yacht, which are super fast with new materials where they are able to gain some milliseconds, which makes a difference with the other boats. And yeah. this type of material, which is of course light, which is of course very much oriented to the performance, are things which are interested for us. On Fibratech, is coming from the basalt, as a basalt fiber, which is allowing us to have in the same spirit than Carbotech, but with a different color, to have also some uh, um, uh, characteristics of lightness, which we are very much after uh, when we develop new watches. Yeah, and you're using all these great uh, materials while you're, and, and celebrating, I should have said, the big celebration or the big focus is of course on the Luminor range. Yes, uh, which, which is your biggest range. So we're delighted to see that. It's 70% of our, of our uh, Panerai business, both UK and US. And I think you said in your video, Luminor is uh, Panerai, and Panerai is, is, uh, yes. is Luminor. <laughs> the essence of Panerai, which uh, we, we would agree, although we do love uh, the other developments, what you did in Submersible last, last year, and where that's going to go, we're, we're very big supporters of. But the, the three of three products, limited edition, in the Luminor Marina range, that are all going to take advantage of uh, Fibrotech, Carbotech, and, uh, and DMLS. Yes. Well, as you say, last year was a submersible year. 
And yep. like at Panerai, to take one focus uh, per year for uh, behind which we are concentrating all our resources. So you have our 70, our 19 subs in the world. You have our 150 stores, key partners like you. Um, everybody is speaking for 365 days about the creative direction of the brand, which is this year, 2020, about the highlights, the staging of the Luminor, of the Luminor family. And we have one skew, if you remember, one skew at Panerai, the, the, the 1312, which is a uh, historical Luminor yep. has steel 44 millimeter with a 12, 6, 9 on the small second at 9. If, if, if you know about Panerai, this model is always associated to the brand. Funny enough, this model, which is a bestseller worldwide, has never been highlighted in different materials. And in 2020, we took the decision to say, we have this icon, let's make it in uh, specific new materials like the Fabratech, um, allowing us to have a Prima Soluta, meaning Panerai is the first brand in the watch industry to use this material. Let's have a precious ma uh, material, and you have highlighted it uh, the last couple of days on your, on your, on your Instagram, which is uh, the red gold version with blue dial. Then we have the version with DMLS, which is a special process of 3D uh, uh, making in our manufacture that we are doing, which we will, as, uh, uh, which we will accompany by 70 years of guarantee. Uh, we have the Luna Rosa, which will uh, encapsulate a lot of uh, Luminor editions. And the idea is to come with a, a fireworks of different innovations, but always speaking about the same product, which is the Marina, uh, Marina Luminor. Which is like you say, the thirteen twelve, the most iconic look. The exactly, unquestionably, the the Panerai that everybody wants, and the, and you know some really exciting developments. But we would include in that what you're doing with the uh, Manuali products, the three D and uh, and eight D manual wind uh, products, which are undoubtedly beautiful, iconic Panerai products, but uh, at an unbelievable you know price of uh, of less than a, less than five thousand pounds. And as as you know, we've um, we, we now have you online, which we're delighted about. It's been proven to be very, very successful having Panerai online and these kind of products yes. and others will be a hugely su uh, successful online. Yeah. Um, and then what you're doing with straps, I think is very clever, uh, offering the second and, uh, and even more straps. Well, for example, Brian, the fact we are Italians give us a lot of access to Italian suppliers in terms of leather goods. We all know that Italians are, are part of the key countries in the world for creating yep. Uh, new straps, new materials. And we have our ecological program because it's one of the directions also of the company to go for more uh, environment friendly initiatives. Uh, so we brought this year new straps, which are 100% recycled, made of three plastic bottles to do one Panerai straps. Yeah. The beauty of Panerai is that most of its watches are supplied with two straps. Uh, so um, Panerai is, an, is a brand which is known for being able to uh, offer a, a wide variety of straps, and we have more than 300 straps in our assortment today, uh, depending on your size, depending on colors, um, which can change dramatically the face of your watch. And, and that is the beauty of being an Italian brand, to have the chance to be uh, close to a network of suppliers who can, with a uh, very quick uh, reactivity, uh, give us new, a new generation of straps. And, and good news, and, and since you are our key partner, we will differ in the future, and make some one shots on instead of developing a lot of process. And you know, before 150 stores in the world, and among our 500 partners, we yeah. can have 
from the time you decide that, the time you have everything among all the stores in all the different locations in the world, uh, the e-commerce uh, to which you, you belong uh, will be a very strong and accelerator to offer uh, one-shot uh, uh, availability of seasonal straps on, on e-commerce. Yeah, oh, great. And you, you made some updates on the, on the bracelet. And, well, bracelets are very important in the UK and the US. So. On the metal bracelet, and, and you are pretty right, it's, it's an area where we have concentrated so much of our efforts on leather, and, uh, on, on canvas, on rubber. Um, we have uh, redeveloped our, our metal bracelet, which is uh, much more flexible, much more thinner than before, and make it uh, a piece which is as easy to wear than a leather bracelet for the future generation, which is supply now. You know, when, it, when you look at it all together, Joe Mark, I think, you know, there's great innovation going on with materials and we mentioned straps and at the same time, great, you know, commercial thinking as well, practicality and price points. And uh, to be doing it across this fantastic range, this family of Luminoff is, uh, is just perfect. So are you managing to introduce all that you hope to do in this year or have you had to postpone some because of the circumstances? Well, what we have taken as a decision a couple of weeks ago, because it's, it's, it's just a couple of weeks ago, is that first of all, we keep the direction in 2020 by making Luminor the highlight of the year. We have kept about two thirds of our innovation uh, scheme this year and we have delayed about a third for early 21. And uh, we were supposed to have a very, very heavy program of innovations because it was supposed to be a new record year for Panerai. So we keep, we keep two thirds of our innovations, but delay for next year, uh, some of them. Uh, so it will be, uh, uh, again, a very important program for 2021. Okay, well, uh, we, we think this year, what you presented in the last week is very, very exciting. And knowing we've got even more to look forward to is, uh, is great news. And in fact, today, Michetel, is, it's, you're operating again, are you back in, Yes, yes. Uh, Neuchâtel has reopened last week, uh, so they are, a week they are reopened. There are about 20% of our workforce, which has restarted. It's very easy to stop a manufacturer. It's much more complicated to restart it. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and why? Because you are also not alone when you restart. Uh, yeah. You have uh, all a network of, of people working companies around Neuchâtel. Um, everybody is looking at everybody to know who is restarting. So it can be a long-lasting long exercise. So we have decided yeah. to restart with 50% of our staff with all the regulations we have in Switzerland, which is about, uh, um, you know, the one meter, two meters distance between each other, which is uh, about... Uh, uh, the gel, but you know, we don't, we never are far from that, and we are never yeah. far from that, which we receive every day uh, yeah. when you arrive at our company, plus testing your temperature. So yeah. uh, we had to rearrange the offices, plus how we produce watches to keep all these regulations in mind before we reopen. Yeah, and, uh, and the, uh, the good news is the Swiss find it easier to stay two meters apart than the French or the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> It's very true, yes. But uh, well, we're going through all, all, of the, uh, all of the same now, of course, and, and preparing ourselves for opening, we hope, in the yeah, next day. Uh, now we need you guys to reopen, because if uh, Paris, London, Milano are closed, it will be challenging to produce watches to keep them in Switzerland. So we see London, of course, as a major, uh, major target for reopening, because, as you know, you are one of our uh, major destination of our products in Europe. Uh, with Paris and with, of course, the business we have in Italy and Switzerland. Well, we're, uh, we're doing everything we can. Of course, nobody's going to take any chances. We're, uh, 
going to put a huge emphasis on the hygiene and the distancing. But sure. I, I think we'll be open um, maybe week three of uh, May, something of that sort of okay. direction. That's, that's our thinking overall. Yeah. So we'll, we'll look forward to a very exciting uh, Geneva uh, next year with a lot more products coming from you with all of the brands represented yes. in one place. It's a, it's a great move for the industry. Eh? Well, it, it will make your life much easier. Uh, yeah. To have a, you will have to come only once. It will be tiring yeah. because you stay probably longer in Geneva than you ever have spent before, even though you spend most of your time in, uh, in, uh, in Switzerland uh, when you are not in the US or on the UK. Um, yeah. No, more seriously, it's a it's a great it's a great story for all of us because it repositioned uh, Geneva as the capital city of watchmaking, on having here in the perimeter of ten kilometers around us the headquarters of some of the major operators in uh, in high end watches uh, makes uh, that Geneva will take over the lead on uh, creating a very exciting uh, program to uh, uh, to to open the watchmaking industry to. Uh, uh, you guys, but you know it since many years, but also much more media, influencers, public, as we intend to have much more final customers to attend these fairs in the future. Yeah, yeah. I know I think it's great for the industry. Like you say, very convenient for us, for journalists. Um, it was becoming crazy over the, over the last year. Yeah. You know, the, this in Geneva and in Switzerland, uh, the, the Geneva car show is a very good example. Yeah. Um, of a great success on, on, you know, especially in the UK, because there are many uh, British customers who are coming to Geneva for uh, viewing or previewing some of the very high-end cars yep. in Geneva. And uh, uh, the targets are the same in, 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 in the, in the high-end watches, provided that there is even more legitimacy uh, to do it in Geneva, because Geneva is producing about a third of the added value in watches in Switzerland. While as you know, Switzerland is not producing any cars, um, no. so there is even more reason to make Geneva the capital city of the uh, watch industry. Yeah, well, uh, very much looking forward to it. Very much looking forward to seeing your wonderful new products in the flesh and trying them on. Um, we're uh, we're very excited here. We all love the degraded blue dial on the uh, uh, the, the Luminor uh, Marina. It's probably our favourite overall, but we yeah. think it's a great collection. Uh, we love working with your team. Both here and in the and in New York, and uh, we look forward to, to a good year ahead. And very much appreciate you giving us uh, some of your evening uh, today, Thank Joe you Marcus. So See you next time wearing a Panerai, Brian. Okay, I, uh, I, you, I, you know it's on my list every year. And, uh, and then I see new things coming. So I'm glad I haven't invested because I love so much what you're doing now. But uh, next time you see me, don't worry, I'll have one. You have my contact number if you need some uh, some priority on your on the list. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, I'll take you up on that. So thank you for joining me, John. Thank you. Has been a pleasure as usual, and I wish uh, all of you guys a great evening. Okay, keep safe. Thank, thank you. you. Bye, Brian. Bye, bye. Thank you for listening to the Caliber Podcast. We do hope you enjoyed it. Please do subscribe and listen to other episodes on Apple Podcast and Spotify.